Don't listen to that thermos stand, it's Christmas in July. Build a snowman out of my flat, it's Christmas in July. Even though on the pavement eggs will fly, come out and celebrate, it's Christmas in July. That's right, Christmas in July. Old Rhyme Dorman's gonna get the gift of insuring old man a ride to a movie of his choosing. St. Nick's out of the workshop, it's Christmas in July. Mrs. Claus rocking a bikini top, it's Christmas in July. We may not be Santa, but we'll give it on his try. Coming out and celebrate, it's Christmas in July. Hot dogs and candy canes, it's Christmas in July. Turks letting on grass plains, it's Christmas in July. No need to check the calendar, nothing's gonna ride. We're all just celebrating Christmas in July. We just love that Christmas season full of Yuletide and cheer. But just cause the weather gets high, don't mean it has to be once a year. String the lights on the beach, it's Christmas in July. We got a new old holiday to teach, it's Christmas in July. They say over six months like a week when they comply. Christmas, Christmas, Christmas in July. Merry July, everybody. Today, as the song has correctly said, Mr. Dorman here has selected a beautiful film for our nourishment to our brains. And um, to give you the backstory, I offered this to Ryan like uh, a few months ago. Mm -hmm. And you said you had two films eventually. Yeah. You know what's funny? I actually, this morning in the shower, I rehearsed my opening to this. And I think you just said all of it in like like two seconds. uh so yeah so when you you offered me you you tossed me a little bone you were like i know we're talking about roller coasters in las vegas and king kong rides that you're too young to understand what's happening <laughs> uh so we're gonna toss you a bone for july a little christmas present we're talking about movies and i i, I got giddy for a second and then you said okay you pick one disney plus film mm-hmm. uh pick one film on disney plus and we will watch it and my mind went right to a film called uh the straight story which yes. is one of those two uh the straight story i'm gonna talk about it for two seconds here really oh, quickly ahead, the straight yeah. story is the uh a, a retelling not completely real it's a real life story but told with some fictionalization of a man alvin straight who drove a uh john deere tractor across a couple of states to visit his brother uh lyle before he passed away um the fantastic movie like one of my favorite movies i think i've ever seen in my life uh, before I got really into David Lynch movies, I was on Letterboxd and the lovely Blake Rourke posted a review that said that this movie, it was, he said, the review exactly was, I think this movie is more profound than anything that should be on Disney plus. Um, and it has and, uh, a really great opening. One of my favorite openings in all of film. It says Walt Disney pictures presents a film by David Lynch. That is, there's no more, no greater whiplash. <laughs> and, uh, you know, audiences, I'm sure, are familiar with David Lynch from his work on Twin Peaks uh, as like a weird filmmaker, but there is no weirdness at all to it. It is, uh, his, his, his big success in storytelling is, I think, on one half to capture dreams, but on the other half to capture real small life America. He's a very American filmmaker. And uh, where Twin Peaks captures the weirdness of it, 
the straight story captures the real love and heart of America. So it's a, it's a movie that resonates with me. I've seen it like 10 times. Uh, I love it to death. And I was, I was going to pick it, but I thought to myself, do I really have enough to talk about with the yeah. straight story? Will, will there be anything more than just me gushing about it as I've done right here? Like I could, you, you we could walk through the plot, but we wouldn't have much to say about the experience. Cause I think I would say it was good. And you would likely say it was good. And we would move on. Yeah. Have you, um, so, so I, I was like, okay, I'm kind of stuck here. So I spent like yeah. a couple of weeks thinking. <laughs> I really did. Like, I, I took me a while. Like, I told Ryan I'd have one in like a week, and it wasn't a week. And, 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 I was, and to be honest, like uh, when I when I did this, I was like, he's going to give me the straight story. I, I, I honestly was expecting it. And, I, <laughs> and you asked me, it's like, and I believe you asked me, oh, okay, what should we do? And I was like, hey, you know, whatever makes for good content. You know, that's it's fine. Uh, and then you you explain what happens next. <laughs> So, so he said to me, what makes, what makes for good content? And I had like a bit of a crisis in my mind because I was like, oh, well, I don't know if the straight story will make for good content. You know, I think maybe one day, (laughs) one day we'll talk about it. Uh, Surely this will happen again. And that time, maybe I'll I'll force the conversation. Have you seen the straight story? Uh, I have seen the trailer for the straight story. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's yes. odd because it's a movie that it, it isn't really, it's a Disney movie, but it's not really a Disney I movie. I really want to see it. And yeah. Pushing more and more towards seeing it. I'll probably watch it soon. Maybe we'll, we'll spend some time talking about it like on a bonus thing one day mm-hmm. or on like a, on like an empty day. But, uh, it, it is, it is a fantastically sweet movie. And, but it doesn't make for good content because what it's going to amount to being is either you know too much of filmmaking stuff or or just too much of I love this movie, and mm-hmm. uh, you know or or too much of wow I really cried a lot more than I wanted to. <laughs> mm-hmm. But so so I was I stopped for a second I was like I can't think of anything because I was going through my mind I was like what about the Tinkerbell movies and I was like I don't, I don't want to watch that that's yeah. Not so here's what I did I went to Disney Plus's movie page and went through every movie. Nice. Um, every single film in the entire list, and it's a it's a big list. And I went, and I screenshotted anything that I thought was interesting. Until mm-hmm. that is, until I got to the S's. Yes, and I, I saw a movie like hit me like a like a truck, and I I saw it. I took a look at it. And I was like, what the hell is that? I had never heard of it my entire life, and I opened it, and I was like, well, okay, maybe this is just some movie that they picked up from Fox when they bought it that they just dumped onto the thing, or it was like a whatever. <laughs> No. And I opened it and it was very clearly from the trailer a film that was not made in the United States. But Mm -hmm. from what I understand, it was co-produced by Disney. So it wasn't like they just picked up a movie and had distribution rights. From what I understand, they did, in fact, produce it um, from what I could collect. So the film that we watched this week was uh, The Secret of the Magic Gourd. control. We've been hit by meteorites. Please send help right away. Alpha Station, this is General Ray Bow. Just hang on, please. I am here to save you. Immediately transfer to my shuttle. Mission accomplished. We are making our way home. Raymond? Huh? Walt Disney Pictures presents... Is the lake this way? The incredible story of a young boy who meets a magical friend. Thank you. 
teach that kid to throw. Huh? Presenting Bailey. Bailey? Oh, we have a winner. So you want me to believe that I can have whatever I ask for? What do you say? You want to have a try? I want fish. I bring from the depths to fly like wind. Combo seafood platter number three is made to order. Make a choice. I'll take this. Say no more. That's so cool. All right. So from now on, you are officially my one and only master. Climb aboard. Hold on, master. Here we go. On a journey where wishes come true. See one that you like? I like all of them. Get ready to march. Get ready to run. Huh? And featuring the voice talents of high school musicals, Corbin Blue. You need a ticket, Raymond. Okay. Get in, get in. The world will spin. And don't forget your popcorn tin. I told you to get me in, but not into the movie itself. <clears throat> wow. Master can act. No, I didn't help. You must have done it on your own. Discover the magic that comes from within. The Secret of the Magic Gourd, an all-new movie coming soon to Disney DVD. Okay, so when he presented this to me, he was like, okay, we could do this. And I had never heard of this before. And <laughs> when I saw it and I looked into it, I was like, well, this has to be it. We, this has to be it. So... Um, we watched it. We watched it at the same time, I think. Yeah, we actually. did. Yeah, we did. And uh, okay, so what this is, and I looking into it, um, I, I I found out what this exactly is. So hmm. this is pretty much Disney's first foray foray into the Chinese film market. Right. And it is made in cooperation with Centro and China Movie Co. Limited. Um, and this is pretty much Disney starting to make its grasp into indoctrinating the Chinese youth. Like, I, I, like that's literally what this is. This is literally Disney trying to get their name out there. And there's a great moment in this film. And I say great in quotes because it's great as in how very obvious it is where they're in a library and a kid is wearing a Mickey Mouse backpack and is very smack dab in the, uh, the center of the frame right there. Mickey Mouse backpack. And it's like, this is probably the first time any children in China are ever seeing Mickey Mouse. <laughs> and that is the idea. Uh, mm-hmm. It is made for Chinese audiences. It was not made for us. It's based on a 1958 novel by Zhang Tani. And I'm sorry if I butchered that name. Uh, and this is not the first time this has been made. There was a 1963 version made in China. It is apparently a very famous book in China. But, of course, that is not something we're familiar with. So uh, The Secret of the Magic Gourd is a Chinese novel that depicts the story of a boy named Wang Bao who desperately wanted to get this magic gourd. Uh, One day his dream came true. The magic gourd was omnipotent and could give it anything he wanted. With the magic gourd, his performance at school uh, becomes better. And and that's that's all I really know about the novel itself. Um, And... Uh, I believe there was an American version of the novel, probably a translated version that was made. Uh-huh. But needless to say, we watched what we watched was an English dubbed version. And the English dubbed version does some interesting things. 
such as not casting Chinese actors. Like the teacher is voiced by Megan Hilty, who is a very white Broadway actress. And the gourd, who is, it's better because, yes, the magic gourd speaks. It's uh, Corbin Blue from the High School Musical movies. It seems like the, um, you know, I, I don't want to make any accusations here, but I don't, I don't think Megan Hilty is uh, is innocent in making her voice not sound uh, offensive in that case. There definitely are light attempts to sound like a, mm-hmm. yeah, you're a right. translation um, in that case. I think it, it reminded me less of, I recently watched uh, uh, My Neighbor Totoro again, and right, that's right. one of the yeah it, right, but it's also one of the few dubs that I can mm-hmm. stand in like yeah. anything. I right. I hate most dubs. They're all no. you right right because you just try to fit dubs, the sentence into the lips. Dubs are better animated, I feel, because it feels Office less them, gross. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Well, not only does it feel less gross, but in that movie, there's actual performances. The children are definitely stilted. They're doing you know translation work, but. It at least feels like in, in Totoro that things are working. In this movie, you can really feel that they didn't have enough time to get these sentences into the yeah mouths. What's weird is that I think they did direct translations. Because I watched the um, the subtitled like translation to Chinese. I, Chinese? I actually, yes. Disney Plus does offer the original Chinese audio. Oh really? The, yes, and the um, the United States English subtitles. Well, I think I think I I would have to guarantee you that, that they're just the they, English they're subs, just, just... The subs from the English version. I guarantee yeah. you that because there's there's a moment in this in the English dub version uh-huh. where uh wait did you did you watch the English dub version as well? I, a majority of it, majority. yes. For the okay. last like ten minutes, I flipped on because I oh, okay. thought, yeah. For the last ten minutes, I thought mm-hmm. for a second, I was like, oh, I right. wonder if they have. So stuff. there's there's a moment where so the, without getting the plot yet, but the magic gourd is basically like the genie, except he's not funny. Um, and there's a no, moment it's... where he does a Darth Vader joke, and I guarantee you that was not in the Chinese version. Oh, that is the Chinese. Had no clue about Star Wars, like no clue. Yeah. So I would willing to bet this is not a super faithful translation of this tu- this dub. So I, I'm going to guess it's it's that. Yeah. It, it, the weirdest part about the Darth Vader quote, if I remember correctly, is that it it comes out of like nowhere. It feels like it felt like a very shoehorned. Yeah. It was. Yeah. That's the thing. A lot of the um, what the Gord does is kind of really. Really shoehorned in that. Well, what I the reason why I switched to the dub for a second, and mm-hmm. I would I would recommend going back and looking at it um, if you're interested. The voice actor for this for Do the gourd in no, <laughs> no the voice actor for the gourd in the Chinese version. I I I'm, I cannot find his name at the moment, mm-hmm. but he is very famous in uh, uh, China as a voice actor. Yeah. Um, he's a very famous voice actor, and Corbin Blue is. <laughs> of course <laughs> uh, not <laughs> not a famous voice actor um but it, it is fascinating in the ways that everything kind of capitulates i think on the dub so you notice another thing is i think the way that they they're pl- just like in the four kids animated shows that um mm-hmm. uh what is it called uh uh shoot what is the name of the the rice uh 
shoot the rice sandwiches things. What are those thing called? Onigiri, I think is what they're oh, called. Oh yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, the the four kids animes would call them donuts in the United right. States. Right, well, and in um, like in the Ace Attorney games, they change ramen to burgers and stuff like that. Yeah, there's all yeah. the uh, weird wonky translation stuff. Yeah, and it is odd. It's odd because this film does that with like chess. I think at one point where they're playing clearly they're, not chess. Yeah, it's some. It's it's it, they call it chess, but it's definitely this uh, different Chinese game. And yeah. like it's it, so it's they're kind of doing this weird thing with the English translations. Uh, for instance, in the Chinese version, just as faithful to the novel, the name, main character's name is Bao Wang. In mm. the English dub, he's Raymond, <laughs> which is. Like, why? Why? Just call him Bao Wang. It's like, really? Because well, you're selling to American audiences. Yeah, and you just sound so. made yeah. American names. Right. Names Raymond. Mm-hmm. Um, and Susie. <laughs> because I'm sure there's I'm sure there's a little girl in <laughs> China named Susie. <laughs> I think so. So with regard to the you covered the plot pretty succinctly because that's all there is. But one thing I want to heighten, like as we're talking about. Oh, uh, by the, the way, weird... the voice of Raymond. Uh, yeah. In the English dub, totally white, white as hell. <laughs> oh, of course. I think Corey Burton's in this movie. Uh, uh, from what oh, I the magic word in the Chinese version is Ching Wang Lao. That's his name. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. Uh oh. Well, there's a discrepancy, Ryan. There's not, no, no, but that's that's in the Eng- in the in the Chinese version. No, 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 no. There's a discrepancy in the Disney fandom Wikipedia oh, who really? says he's, who's Chen Pei Si. Ah, hmm, <laughs> interesting. Okay, well, I, I'm gonna default to you because the Wikipedia page doesn't even have that guy, that guy's name on it. Yeah, but you know what's interesting? I don't know if he produced it. Uh-huh. Maybe he produced the English dub. Uh, I'm I'm assuming that's what it means in IMDb, but the producers listed as John M. Chu, who of course is the famous uh, director right now, who's directing like uh, In the Heights, and he did what the Wicked. He's doing the Wicked movies and Crazy Rich Asians and stuff like Uh, that. uh, uh, What who directed this movie? Because I think it was also John Chu. No, I don't think it was John. Director Frankie Chung. John Chu is the number one director on Wikipedia here. That, oh my gosh. IMDb is giving everything different. Uh, John Chu is listed as the producer. And I'm not sure if that's the actual producer of the film itself or if he's the producer of the English dub. I think there's a big problem clearly with one guy on who's like being a, yeah, there's like three guys who are into this movie and they've like all uploaded different information on Wikipedia, Wikipedia yeah. IMDb and the uh, Disney fandom. Um so, so with regard to the 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 writing of the movie, um, you can really feel I, 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 the a distinctness in the way that American children's movies and I assume Chinese uh, children's movies operate, because there are hallmarks of like basic cheap American filmmaking that you would imagine are going to appear into this movie. I remember when we were talking, there's a, you would imagine there'd be a subplot about like the kid accidentally revealing the gourd. Yeah. So, or, so like, let's, let's, let's go through the plot just a little yeah, bit more. Sure. So pretty much uh, faithful to the novel, as it seems uh, this kid named Raymond in the English dub uh, is very lazy and he constantly daydreams, but he doesn't want to do work. And also, uh, his classmates all apparently hate him and love him at the same time, which is very weird because they're mm-hmm. always like shouting at him. He like he breaks a model and they're like, 
get out of here, Raymond. And uh, Raymond doesn't want to do anything for himself. And he's too lazy to learn math. So he is, he walks and he hears his grandmother telling the tale to his younger sister and it's like his parents leave for some reason. I didn't, I didn't get that part. Um, it's like his parents go long away for a while and hmm. uh, his uh, grandmother's telling his, his little sister, the story of this magic word will that a wish uh, will grant your every wish. So it's a, it's a, freaking genie like let's be honest it's it's a genie and raymond goes to his desk and then goes to sleep and this is the part that really caught me off guard because we'll discuss it later but it goes to sleep and the next thing you know he's out fishing oh yeah you're right (laughs) yeah right in the beginning of the movie yeah Uh, which i think gave you the interpretation that oh this must be like a dream this must be like him imagining some of these things Mm mm-hmm so he goes fishing and fishes out at this magic word that talks and uh, which is Corbin blue thinking he's funny, but he's actually not. And this, um, I doubt he thinks he's funny. I got to imagine he was like, <laughs> just given script yeah. lines and just read and just read them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was definitely, he's one of those cases, just like the Ghibli movies where they have you on contract and like, you're going to be in this movie. Like, right. You need someone in this movie. You're on contract. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, you that, this. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like you're not Zach Efron. You're not Vanessa Hudgens. You go and go and do this, okay? I don't know who <laughs> writes Disney's contracts, but like how they get just these incredibly famous people to be forced to do these horrible voice acting roles. Money. It's respectable. <laughs> well, but it can't possibly be money because like when Disney started doing the Ghibli stuff, they just had anybody who was in a movie with them in the past three years brought in to do it. But Ghibli. I, 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 that's the thing. I mean, Hayao Miyazaki is so famous. I have to imagine it's because, and and I, I mean, I hate to invoke his name, but John Lasseter was also like leading the the efforts at that time. Sure, for it, and he was like he was able to get some pool. But so it's I, always I imagine someone it. who was in a Disney movie in the past like four years. Yeah, it's, it's always recent. In the family. It's also the same thing as, but it's also the same thing as Kingdom Hearts. Like they can pull anyone in to do Kingdom Hearts. Like no one wants to go in and do Kingdom Hearts. Can the Magic Gourd be in Kingdom Hearts Four? (laughs) (laughs) I want to summon the Magic Gourd. Yeah. So, anyways, he gets this Magic Gourd, and the Magic Gourd tells him, "Okay, there's some rules. Number one, you must not ever tell anybody about me uh, because." Uh, if you do, that'll be really bad. So normally in most films, that seems to be a Chekhov's gun line. Does it ever come back? Not really, except for the fact that he just won't explain. Hey, sorry about this happening, but this magic gourd did it. Hmm. He can't oh, yeah. do that. He can't do that. Yeah. He can't tell anybody about this magic gourd with no charisma. Frankly, I'd be <laughs> telling people about the magic gourd to get rid of. The, the magic order. Order. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. deal with them. Um, so he, so 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 the kid like keeps, keeps uh 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 basically, you know the problem with this movie is that the kid very rarely asks for help from the magic gourd. Like there's a couple of instances where well, he's, he he's pretty much like Drax from Guardians. He just takes <laughs> a lot of things literally. Exactly. So, like he asks for, you know, he's like, oh. The, he wants this book about what, what does he want the book about again? I don't remember. 
Uh, he wants. I a don't book. even remember. Yeah, I don't remember. He wants this book, and it's, it's, it's so funny because he goes and is like, "Hey, I want this book. Okay, here it is." But you can't have it because this kid wants it, and this, and this, this girl, and this this boy. He says, and then they start flirting. <laughs> Which is so weird. It's like, oh, that's right. The, the, the library. Okay. It was a, I think it was a book on botany, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh, man, I wanted that book. And the, the gourd is like, all right, I'll, I'll give you the book then. And he has the book fly out of the kid's backpack to the other kid. And the kid looks in his backpack and goes to the girl and goes, what the heck? I thought you gave me the book. I did give you the book and I'm like sitting there going, you literally grabbed it from her. Are you an idiot? You well, grabbed the book. There's the one instance where the kid wants help on his math exam. If I remember correctly, there's the fishing. This is, and this the math is the, exam. Yeah, this is the big one. That's the big one. That's the big one. But those are the only two moments where the kid ever like outright wishes for something. Mm hmm. Every was, other one is like yeah. accident of speech, which yeah, is like, oh yeah, man, exactly. I really would love all these toys. So the little gourd gets the makes, kid all the, of the toy, toys. Yeah, it makes the toys come alive and come to him. Yeah, and like there's another part where he's um, <laughs> he wants to ditch a friend. Like I'm sorry, but like it's so funny how much of an asshole this kid gets to be sometimes. Because so the, the one of the kids, and it doesn't make sense. Like the rules are uncertain sometimes because like he like uh, the magic or like displays his magical powers by giving him all these fish but one of them is a goldfish which one of the kids like uh, being a fucking dork goes <laughs> you can't have a goldfish that doesn't live in lakes miss lee miss lee how can this be and you're like oh my god shut up nerd uh, but it's like, okay, wait. So the magic gourd can only have limitations where he can't make things come out of thin air. But how did he make a goldfish that can't be in a lake come into his bucket? But when the kid, so the nerd kid is asking clear questions about how the fuck are you doing all this shit? <laughs> um, yeah, this one's going to be explicit. I don't care. Um, and he goes, fuck. And he, <laughs> so he t goes and trails him to a movie theater. And he goes, hey, I'm going to see a movie. And it's like, oh, but oh, it's all sold out. Well, guess what? I got a ticket. Mm. They're like, ditch the kid. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, Gord, give me a ticket. And the Gord's like, I, I can't do that. He's like, what, what the hell are you talking about? I want to be in the movie. And so the Gord wishes him to be in the movie with a really bad CGI T-Rex. The, the the that's one thing I want to talk about really quickly is the CGI in the movie, which I find it, it's a really fascinating. There's an interesting line um, that's happening here. On one hand, I think the CGI. I got to choose my words here. I'm about to start a separate argument. I, <laughs> I think the CGI blends pretty well into the film world because of mm -hmm. the because it's shot on film. Um, and I yes, know that's going to yeah. be like, yeah, that's going to be. Some people are going to be like, how can you tell? I think you can pretty clearly tell just because it, it blurs out a lot of the distingu uh, distinguishing lines between reality and animation. That said, the CGI that said, is so really bad. <laughs> the CGI is all on one plane. 
Like the one of the problems, big problems I have with the movie is that the 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 little gourd in a lot of scenes is not like has no depth. He's walking around on like mm-hmm. the flat plane in front of the screen. Yes, uh, as if they they just animated like stock footage on a green screen and they just started putting it into the movie. Mm-hmm. It, it does look pretty rough for a lot of it, and it's a direct to DVD Disney movie, which I I don't know. I think if it went it in the theaters. It went in the China. theaters in China, but okay. this is direct to DVD in America. Yeah, it's really not the CGI is probably one of my uh, one of the things I have the littlest problem with, not because Mm -hmm. it's amazing or even very good, to be honest with you. It's it's pretty repugnant, but it gets the job done. Oh, you didn't like the CGI frog that the gourd hangs out with all the time. I actually did like the CGI. You'd like the CGI. The CGI frog is my favorite part of the movie because it doesn't make any sense. The frog is in the movie for about like 30 seconds, and it seems like they're trying to do like a forest spirit thing maybe with the gourd yeah, well, it, like, and on the cover for the dvd it's yes the gourd it's them dancing and then i'm dancing yeah yeah I was, i'm looking at that right now it it, it, it the the frog oh, the frog whatever screw the frog all right the 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 film the the film cgi with respect to like doing what it needs to do is is pretty all right it's painfully obvious that the gourd is not there on filming it's kind of like i don't know not every film needs to be roger rabbit right right but they didn't even really animate around the kid like the kid (laughs) there's points where the gourds on the screen and they first meet and the kid is just not looking anywhere near where the gourd is standing and it's just one of those you know cheap cgi amateur mistakes um Well, I mean, it's interesting because I've seen trailers for more recent Chinese films just like this. And mm. I think there's like a one that like gross, like huge. It's like on the worldwide charts, but nobody in America has seen it. Um, and it starts with like an M or something like that. It was it was semi-recent. But um, it's it looks very similar to this mm. with very similar low-rent CGI, probably low-rent story values. But again, I mean, this is what Chinese audiences like. They like, they love Fast and Furious movies. What can we say? Yeah. Okay, well, so yeah. their their tastes are a little different than ours. And there's nothing wrong with that. I just want to say that. But it's just that we're very clearly watching a film made for a different audience. Right. But I will. I will be like Frank. Yes, of course, of course. There, there's, there's Chinese audiences though aren't like. I, and not that you're saying this, but Chinese audiences aren't just like stupid. Right, like, I know. Movies come out of China, and uh, it, it's harder just because mm-hmm. it's harder because the Chinese government limits what you can true. talk about. That's this true. movie, yeah. surprisingly, speaking of that, rides a really fine line in its political messaging, um, mm-hmm. which which is not to say that it's like the most political movie, but for China, it's interesting because the film has little taste sometimes it feels like of an individualist message right well i mean the whole thing is work hard that's like that's pretty much the entire message of the movie is do your damn work like yeah so yeah the the writer of the original novel was like a a chinese leftist which of course nowadays you're not going to find really anything coming out of china that's politically but specifically you know mainland china Mm -hmm. um that's going to get like major Disney theatrical release. Uh, there's little hints of this movie. I think maybe I was reading too deep into it, but of 
you know, there's you as the collective is not as valuable as like you as the individual. But at the same time, it, it definitely felt safe enough for the Chinese government to approve this thing being released and, and to also fit in America. The hard thing about making a movie for Americans and Chinese is that the, the, the policies are distinct, right? Uh, work together and be by yourself are not easy to mesh. Americans are super independent, right? But uh, the, the Chinese audiences are kind of forced to watch anything that promotes, I think literally, right? One of the requirements mm-hmm. is to promote the, the the doctrine of communism right yeah exactly. um, yeah quote unquote communism but mm-hmm. see now I'm going the other way last time <laughs> I was making the the horrible woke jokes and now I'm now I'm going the other way <laughs> I, I think uh, I I think the weirdest part about the movie and maybe it's the Eastern influence in storytelling is how how distinctly not like Hollywood the ending is. The ending is like vaguely sad in any other American movie. Cause so, so to be clear uh, in the plot, we talked about how he was getting the wishes done and he was kind of like a lazy kid. No one likes him. And all of a sudden he starts succeeding and doing better. Um, I think he like helps to study his math homework and he starts doing really well. Yeah. So pretty much it's like the gourd starts giving him answers and starts kind of raising his confidence a little so he's starting to feel like he could be more independent but every time the gore just takes everything so serious so literally it kind of messes with him like there's this weird part where he joins the swim team because he's trying to catch this book and yeah the book that's running away yeah exactly so like all, all these lies start toppling upon him so there's this there's this moment where he has this big math test coming up and uh, like, he's like, I don't know. I feel like I want to like, you know, do it on my own. And the gourd's like, nah, you got this. I got you. So again, the gourd's like rules are kind of like weirdly wonky. So it was the thing was the gourd only can give him math answers from somebody else. So he's like searching out for who has like the best, like the best um, score, like the highest score. So these two people, this uh, th- th- this kid, Raymond and Susie, <laughs> Susie's in front of him. And he's like, that girl, she has the best one. So he literally takes the words from his test, for her test and puts on the, his test. Now it's funny because like, then they turn in their papers and the teacher goes, Hold up. Wait, Susie, yours is blank. She's like, what? What are you talking about? And she's like, wait a second. Your name's on Raymond's test, the one he handed in. Now, if 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 this were anybody, they would be able to instantly go, oh, sorry, I guess you might have just gotten them mixed up, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same exact thing, just on different pages pretty easy but no raymond is just immediate like and she's like did you cheat did you cheat and i'm like okay well well is what did you you think he stole her tests because i don't know how this constitutes as cheating in any person who doesn't know about a magic cord stealing words (laughs) from another student's paper this isn't really cheating as it is it's 
weirdly stealing another person's test and thinking you'd get away with it. Like it, you could mm-hmm. obviously think this is like a, an accident, but it basically it's like you cheated and he just runs. Well, the movie needs to have a plot, right? <laughs> the movie, yeah. the movie, yeah, he just runs away. Um, and, and at that point he, that scene is interesting because in an American movie, that would be the point where he like, distances himself from the gourd which he does right yeah so to be clear that would be the scene where he distances himself from the gourd then he would do the thing later he would win on his own volition and then would reunite with the gourd like proving that he did it like they're friends after all yeah um jumping a little bit ahead in the movie though he the gourd leaves him he starts personally training for a swimming competition that he had joined after the book incident wins the swimming competition for his entire team learns that the gourd was never there in some really ham-fisted dialogue. The gourd is... Well, all, the whole of it, swim, all of it is pretty ham-fisted. Yeah. Well, during the whole swim meet, the gourd... It's cutting the gourd, and the gourd's like, oh, I wonder how Raymond is doing over yeah. and over again. Raymond comes with and visits the frog. Him. Well, <laughs> Raymond comes the and visits the gourd. Yeah, he is with the frog, sitting on the end of the dock. And then Raymond comes and visits him after, and the gourd is wearing, like, a hat, and I was like, oh, he's gonna be, like, old. It's gonna be, like, the Lorax. Like, now he's yeah. really old, he's gonna die. But that doesn't happen. So the gourd is like, oh, well, I don't know. I didn't see it. Like, I guess I wasn't there. And the kid just starts saying basically, yippee, and the movie ends. <laughs> but what's really weird is that he goes, yippee, and then it cuts. And this is the most confusing thing of all. It cuts to a matching shot. So remember when I was saying he early in the movie, he hears grandmother telling the story. He goes to his room, goes to his desk, falls asleep on the desk. Oh, yeah. Later, yeah, yeah. After, after this happens, in at the very end of the movie, it then cuts to a matching shot of him at the desk getting up. And then the next scene is him and the girl who he quote-unquote cheated the test on, like, she's tutoring him on a bike Hmm. and you're kind of left with wait what so was it a dream was it not it did it did he just wake up and realize the error of his ways uh like through a dream which which is interesting to think about like if ever like in, in like wizard of oz or anything like that literally learning a lesson when you sleep um, right. But anyways, um, or is it not a dream? And you kind of get the sense that it wasn't a dream because then it cuts to the gourd going, well, a master looks like he's good. Uh, I have more poor kids to help. I guess torture, I guess, because I mean, literally this, the gourd does hurt him at one point. When? Oh, with the, with the chess game or no, no, no. When, he, when he confronts the gourd after the cheating, the gourd turns into like this monster or something like that and inadvertently like catches fire and scouts his hand and remember the like the mrs lee she like finds him is like bandaging him up oh he burns him that's right yeah horrible burn on his hand like they're really disgusting i was like oh my god you just scouted the kid Yeah. yeah that um look I think that there is like remnants of what I imagine the original novel is like because the it tells it, a lot of it tells more like a fable 
Oh, yeah, it's it a very does. bit of a fable, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they even have that one point. It's like, I, you know, again, we were talking about when the gourd burns him because he turns into a monster. It's like, you're a monster. What are you talking about? You're the monster. You, I'm, I'm only, you know, giving you what's in your heart's desire. Right. And you're, you're, you're basically wanting to do – you're wanting to cheat for life. You're, you're never wanting to do anything by yourself. So it's very much of a fable for sure. Yeah, you're getting carried through all of your group mm-hmm. stuff, and and you only have one star, and yet you're you know you're bringing everybody on the on the group down. So so, I don't it it the the film the way it concludes is so odd, just because I don't know this magic cord like never lifts itself above anything. Uh, it, it really does fit more like a dream case because in like a dream, the magic cord is just a manifestation of the kids like lack of knowledge for what he wants and like hoping that the world will give it to him, but like he doesn't know it. So he's got to do it himself. But as, as it keeps it more realistic, you know, whether, I mean, maybe you're catching on to something about it being a dream, but I don't think so. I mean, I think you're right. You're, you're right that the film is improperly edited so that it feels like a dream, but I wonder if it's supposed to be, Yeah, Um, but the way that they present the gore is that the gore is just kind of awful and like ruins the kid's life. And I guess he's like, fine, I guess I'll go be an adult now. And that's like the end of the movie. Yeah. Uh, I guess he can swim himself. Mm-hmm. What, did, what did you think of this movie's soundtrack? I, oh I wrote down in my notes that yeah, it's, like a, Kevin, yeah. I wrote it's, it's a Kevin so, McLeod soundtrack, like those cheap YouTube songs that are in so the background terrible. of everyone's video. It's, it's like awful. this It's this Mickey Mousing garbage. It is it's, so over the top. It's it is not good, so though. It, it, not only is it like over the top, but it's like, it it sounds like it's mu- music that they pulled from a stock website. Oh, it does. Yeah, absolutely, thing. it does. Um, and it has it, a credited composer, and I can't yeah. imagine uh, it's Peter Cam who does a lot of Chinese films. I mean, okay. a lot. Wow, he has a lot of Chinese films under his. Uh, but I don't know if they like changed the music for the American version. Uh, I, did it sound the same in your? I, I would have to assume. It's yeah, I, I, it didn't sound any different. It seems like they definitely did re-record like a new audio track. And the worst part about the dub is that uh, as I was listening to it, it sounds like they, they don't really try to do any proximity with the dub. Like if someone's far away, they don't try to make it sound like they're far away. Right, from the right. It's a lot of just like they sat it's them not, down. It in doesn't a sound booth. natural at all. No, they sat them down in a vocal booth. And I remember mm-hmm. I maybe I. There's a part in the movie, if you watch it, uh, where I felt like one person just clipped the audio like crazy and they left the take in. But I can't remember exactly <laughs> where it was. Um, the, the 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 interesting thing about this movie is that it is inoffensively inoffensive to bad. It's like right in that range. It isn't. Santa Paws is like a more enjoyable movie. I think I sent this to you. Is that yes. Like Santa Paws is a more enjoyable movie because it is like unabashedly awful. Right. And it has the hallmarks of a bad American movie. It's mm. like, you know, wasps, you know, white Anglo-Saxon, yeah. you know, and also they're on like the Christmas town and they're falling in love and et cetera, et cetera. And uh, it's funny because it holds a that, mirror that up the, to horrible Hollywood. Flu, right. The one, uh, the one we, when we yeah, watched it literally that. in the middle of the pandemic and we're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> everyone it's not the christmas flu just stay inside yeah. and mask up um <laughs> but but the if this is what like a horrible chinese produced movie is um i don't know like it, the the boredom i felt watching this was the same boredom i feel watching 
lowest common denominator American movies, mm-hmm. like that one Thor movie that just came out. <laughs> uh oh. Hey, I, I uh, mean, I'm not gonna go to go to bat for it. Uh, I thought it was a mess, but we're not well, here to talk about four. Yeah, well, the both of the the the, the thing I guess I mean is that Santa Paws like doesn't really try at all. It's just a cheapo movie with uh, light intentions. But Disney's like the movies that Disney makes that you can tell they're looking to make money, like some of the Marvel movies, mm-hmm. like this movie, uh, trying to pull in Chinese audiences. The problem is, is for one reason or another, they are so light and airy. They have like nothing to do or say. I do wonder to how much the Disney company really had to say in this, though. Like Maybe more is, in the dub, is, I guess. Yeah, I'm going to guess it's more in the dub and more in. Can we get? Can we get that kid to wear a Mickey Mouse backpack? But well, but nobody say... wears a Mickey Mouse backpack in there. Shut up. Put yeah. the kid <laughs> the in a Mickey Mouse. Mouse backpack. We need these Chinese kids to know Mickey Mouse. So when they eventually build Shanghai Disneyland, the kids will want to go and see Mickey. You do wait, where's, the, where's the secret gourd ride or popcorn yeah. bucket in Shanghai? Mm-hmm. Um, the, 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 the one thing I tried to find, I really tried, uh, was the DVD copy of this film within like a reasonable time. I could have gotten it by like the 20th. <laughs> by then I didn't want to talk about it, but, um, the, there is a making of documentary that shows that it was made over four years. And from the reviews I've read oh, yeah. of it, it seems like Disney was decently involved. I mean, they okay. can say whether they were or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they had any like addition writing it and stuff like that, but it seems like the production was handled in a decent part by Disney, not a majority, but like a, a decent part. Um, I found a torrent of the DVD, but no one was seeding it. And I wonder why. <laughs> You wonder, wonder why. why. Mm. I wonder why no one was seeding not just the uh, MP4 file, but the entire DVD with the menus <laughs> online. Um, but I, 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 the watching this movie, I think, in my opinion, um, this is, and I think I successfully found it. Maybe you can find something worse, but I think this is officially like the lowest bar on Disney Plus. Like, if there was, <laughs> if, if, there was two ends of the spectrum. On one end, I'd say the straight story. Then the other end is the secret of the magic gourd. A movie so, <laughs> a movie with such little like actual character in it. That I don't know. Have you seen Meet drawing? The Deedles? Have I seen what? Meet the Deedles. What the hell is a Meet the Deedles? <laughs> it's a really bad movie. Meet the D the Deedle D E E D L E S. Yes. Deedles. Well, who is in this? It's it, no joke. Paul Walker is in it. What it's the a really fuck big... is this? <laughs> You've never seen that? The, the um, tagline says to protect and surf. Yes. It's about two surfers who uh, are sent to be national park rangers. And oh I believe it's a, like, either Yosemite or Yellowstone or something like that. And it's a really bad movie. Poor, poor Dennis Hopper and Robert Anglin. Yes, that's right. Donis, Dennis Hopper's in that. I forgot about that. Got, what's his name? Um, um, Freddy Krueger's in that movie. Yes, yes, he is. It's oh really my bad. Goodness. It's really, really bad. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, you know what? I haven't seen it. Uh, <laughs> so perhaps I will leave. 
Uh, up, 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 up. But it was directed. Hey, this is this is John uh, Steve Boyum's one of his first movies, I think. <laughs> and he did, in fact, direct an episode of The Boys. Ah, that's um, good. It's stepping on up, yeah. stepping on up. I know. So if you, what it's straight, it's it's like the uh, the director. I think the writer of Chernobyl worked on like one of the Batman movies or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, I'm, I'm glad you and you had some enjoyment watching this movie. Um, I think that it is just a sign of what they will put on Disney plus before putting anything interesting on. <laughs> uh, eventually Where's the honey, I shrunk DVDs. the kids, the TV show. Uh, hey, 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 you got the harmonious special. You got uh, enough for parks people for the next one year. I won't go live watch until Magic I Board. see. I won't live until I see Wayne Zelensky terrorize the town of Matheson, Colorado, with a giant uh, ro- uh, kaiju dog. So I won't be happy until I see that. And then I'll make you review it. You think that they? You think that they have enough like archives, park stuff? I don't know. I don't know yeah. what's taking so long. I guess they can sell you tickets to D twenty three as long as they don't. Where's put it on where is? The Epcot Center celebration special where allegedly in the behind the scenes, Danny Kay mooned a bunch of people and pissed everybody off. Uh, I want to see that. That's what I want to see. So anyways, um, (laughs) a few things about the Magic Gord movie that I didn't want to point out. Um, There was a really weird part where the Gord, uh, like the grandma hears the Gord and they decide to trick him, trick the grandma by clipping his toenails yes the movie has this really weird attachment to the grandma wanting to clip the kids, the kids toenails. toenails right and he's like, like he first line his is like, toenails one of her first lines is like talking to the mother and she's like oh he didn't even clip his toenails yeah he's like it's like he clipped his own toenails i'm like what is with this and the kids toenails <laughs> yeah there's a great part and I, I don't know if this is intentionally supposed to be funny but we were talking about how he joins the swim team and the reason why he joins the swim team is chasing this book and he dives in the pool dressed in full clothing and the instructor instead of going what the hell goes oh my gosh you can swim really well do you want to join the swim team if you can swim with these clothes I guess you can swim in anything <laughs> uh let's see what else um oh and one other thing (laughs) because i thought this was probably the worst line in film history is (laughs) when the more magic gourd uh (laughs) has some has some corn and so he he produces some food to prove to the kid that he's a real magic man and he sees some corn and goes corn what's popping man that's right because he he's all this food starts surrounding him and the guy only says the food corbin blue only says the food that's american yeah he doesn't mention the noodles that are flying around the kid he's like burgers fries popcorn too or something like that yeah and the kid goes even goes wow fries yeah um yeah this is uh i mean here's the thing that i have to wonder Oh, actually, you know what? Let me let's bring this up really quickly. So I was doing my best to look for any information on this thing. And the Internet is like pretty thin. There's a couple reviews of the DVD that seem to share some of the behind the scenes stuff in the Mm -hmm. movie. Um, But 
the uh wait a minute that's weird i noticed before on a d23 page there was a blooper reel but the blooper reel was presumably shot in chinese right probably i'll, I'll look into that would they really dub a blooper reel that's that kind amazing. of what i'm wondering a little bit um anyways so uh the uh, uh what was i saying oh yeah so the only things that are really i could find um on this film were the, of course, the Wikipedia page, the IMDb page, a couple of things on the Disney site, but weirdly enough, a bunch of reviews by toddlers or like people with one <laughs> Patreon followers. That's right. You sent me a review. <laughs> I sent you a review of a, this is video of like a toddler holding the DVD talking about what they liked in the movie. And and all the other reviews on YouTube are like, this is my Patreon review request. And the guy has like four people like in the comments. <laughs> and it was like, who was donating $5 to request you watch The Secret <laughs> of the Magic Gourd? I'm not kidding. If you look it up on YouTube, every video is either promotional or a Patreon review. Mm, nice. So, I mean, in, in somebody's future, just know that if you are a mid to low level YouTube movie channel, <laughs> not that I have any knowledge of that, <laughs> then someday somebody might be requesting you watch the secret of the magic cord. That's right. Okay. Um, and uh, uh, <laughs> I guess it's like a rite of passage. So, mm. uh, one last thing that I have on the Wikipedia. It says under reception following its commercial release, the film became somewhat notorious among Chinese botanist circles for its seemingly over-realistic depiction of gourd anatomy and physics. And I'm guessing mm. this refers to the point where the gourd gets split in half and you horrifyingly see his insides. Oh, I love the shot with the big monster gourd though. That part I yeah. actually liked. I forgot about that. The mm -hmm. the big monster. Uh, they do. Yeah. They of course do split it. But I'm wondering what gourd physics is like. like gourds don't really gourd move. move. I don't know. Sure, but these all look like veggie tails. Yeah, <laughs> and I know, like, I, of course, I'm, they're gonna look like veggie tails. They're vegetables, but like, no, it it the 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 level of texturing that they do on these figures looks about the same as they did on veggie tails. Just yeah. really flat, simple. Uh, you know, basic 3D objects. You know, if this were one of these Patreon reviews, we would have gotten like actual gourds and ate them. Yeah, that's Ooh. right. If you guys send us money to yeah. send money directly to my Venmo account, <laughs> I will eat a gourd on stream and talk <laughs> about this movie. Uh, uh, I don't know. What do gourds taste like? Fleshy, right? Isn't that what it is? I, I don't think I've really ever tasted a gourd. I really can't <laughs> think of it. It's like... What, aren't, aren't pumpkins gourds? Yeah. I think so. Are pumpkins gourds? I think so. I don't think gourds are as popular in in America. They really aren't. No, poor. You see, that's what we're. That's if we had only known. No, so, uh, a gourd. Weird. The thing we call a pumpkin is in fact a type of squash, but it's also a gourd, mainly due to the oh. fact that it's used as both an ingredient and a decorative piece. What the hell? Here's well, the hell's a real you pumpkin. Know, many squashes are gourds. What do you mean the thing we call a pumpkin? Are there real pumpkins out there? No, I, I, I guess technically a pumpkin is a squash. I don't know. Yeah, but what else? It, no, it's a pumpkin. <laughs> uh, it's. Gosh, I'm a standing by on this one. Plants in the gourd family include melons, pumpkins, squash, and cucumbers. So, so is the gourd just a gourd gourd, or is it a I don't know. melons? Or it's a magic gourd. gourd. 
Yeah, that's right. He can be anything you want him to be. Oh, and his name is Bailey, by the way, which we never mentioned. And he has what? horrifying CG teeth. Yeah, his name is Bailey. The Gord's name is Bailey. <laughs> when did they say <laughs> Yeah, they said it a lot. When did they say that? They say it a lot. He always shouts, oh, Bailey! Really? Oh, that's right. Yeah. That, yeah. That, um, that's what they should have named. See, that's the one thing that Aladdin yeah, was, they, they, was naming the guy like John. Right. <laughs> the genie should have had a name. <laughs> These horrifying human teeth. If yeah. you thought Sonic of human teeth, you should see a Gord of human teeth. I think that's a good spot as any to to wrap it up. <laughs> to wrap it wrap up, it up. Yeah. wrap it up. That's a good idea. Let's let's wrap this gourd fest up. Okay. So in the meantime, uh, please follow us on social media on Twitter at Unbuilt Pod. You can reach me at Open Mother's Mail and Ryan Dorman at Open the Dorman. Feel free to email us at UnbuiltPod at gmail.com and rate us on Stitcher, iTunes, and Anchor or wherever you find this podcast. Please write a review and tell us how we're doing. Uh, really quick, uh, just to let you know, we will be on hiatus um, until mid-August. Um, so I hope you enjoyed this, but we will be back soon. Uh, but if you didn't like us, thank you for listening to How Did This Get Made? I'm Paul Shear. See you guys. See ya. Hey, corn. What's poppin', man? 